Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of the Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. What is going on? Hope everybody's doing well. What's up? Yet another week. It's America Unplugged right here on Rockfin. You know the deal. AmericaUnplugged.com. AmericaUnpluggedRadio.com, America Unplugged on Apple Podcast, and everywhere you can find the podcast. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, and I'm here with the usual suspects. What's up? Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. Say what's up to the people. Good to see you, Billy. I've got my Neuralink working and my coffee, so we should have Fantastic. So we should be good to go. My Neuralink is like the first generation one. You know, it's not exactly 100%. I remember some things, some things I don't remember. Sometimes I got to do this and and it, it yeah, pops right back in. You know, we're getting that new one pretty soon. We're going to talk about it. Mr. Don Jeffries, the legendary. How are you, sir? What is going on? It's always a pleasure to be here with you guys. I see Deborah Wheeler uh, is a very kind person. Wishing us happy Father's Day. And she also, I, I'm, if I can find my dog, Deborah, my diva dog, Riley, I will give her a hug. She always has, says to give Riley a hug. So <laughs> I'll do my I, best. <laughs> I put that up there because she was the first on YouTube. So yeah. it's up and she said, happy Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. That is tomorrow. Um, Don and Tony and myself have done our part to repopulate the earth. Um, <laughs> so uh, we are fathers. Thank the Lord. Um, it's the greatest thing ever ever in the history of anything is uh is being a dad i taught my kid how to shave the other day he was going he's going to he went to prom and he's hairy like his old man so i was like yo come here like let me shave you and he's like cool and that was dope you know it was like a ritual you know that 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 men do with their sons and i i, I checked that one off the list i still have one more that that i, I hope to get to you know, and, and teach him how to shave. But my grandmother taught me how to shave because my 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 dad wasn't around, you know. And so one of the things I wanted to do was do that to my kid, you know, and I was able to do that, accomplish that. I walked my sister down the aisle when she got married. So I knocked that one off, too. These are all things we need to do, guys, as, yeah. uh, you know, here while we're here experiencing planet Earth. All right. Um, don't know if you guys have anything to say about that before we move on to actual topics to talk about this week. We got a lot to talk about this week. I can't guarantee we're going to get to everything, but we're going to try. Uh, Tone, you are a dad. Absolutely. <laughs> I've got actually my son is now a man. I mean, that's something I, I kind of catches me off guard. He's 18 years old Hi. and his name's Houston. And uh, I just the other day I was my I was planning uh, of sending him to see my my dad for his birthday. And I start planning like, oh, well, you know, your stepmom will pick you up here. Let me coordinate that. And I finally said, what am I doing? Let's hand him the phone. Like, why don't you do it? You plan your own day. You're you're a man. He called me yesterday. He works my gold and silver shop in, in Denison. And um, it turns out that I'm going to have him for his last year of high school. Uh, he's going to be with dad and we're, we've got a house in, in downtown Denison, Texas, the Arterburn boys. So it's going to be interesting. We bought a house from the, like the 1940s, this old place. So we're going to fix it up. And, uh, anyway, it's going to be, it's going to be an adventure. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. It's a, it's a, a unique privilege to be a father. Yeah, absolutely. It absolutely is. And there's really nothing like it in the world. I mean, whatever awards or whatever, right accolades or riches you could you could obtain in this life there's really nothing like uh just being a dad and being there and and being a mentor and being um being in the life of a, of a young person it's uh yeah. it's simply amazing Absolutely. i remember one one of my good friends when i uh, had my son uh, he came over we used to watch football games together and uh so i was you know stretched out on the love seat or something with uh, my son was asleep on my chest you know his baby and uh, he said, and he, he was saying, we were saying something. And he said, so how does it feel? So I said, you know, 
just this is better than any sex you can possibly imagine. I said this feeling just having the baby on my chest, knowing that's my child. It's just and it's just incredible. And watching them grow and and having them give you hugs and guidance and holding their hand places. I mean, it's there's no other feeling like it. That's I guess that's why I have impatience for people that I don't know that kind of either don't seem interested in children or whatever. I don't get that. And, you know, it's okay. It's fine. I understand it. But with me, it's, uh, that was something I always wanted to do. And I'm, I'm very blessed that I have a son and a daughter, both. Ah, fantastic, Don. That's really cool, man. Um, to your point, man, like they've managed to get, uh, people. Um, I find that it's women more than men in particular, I could be very wrong about that, but I find that they've managed to shift perception where, no, they don't want to have kids anymore. Yes, yeah, you know, that's right. right. Uh, and and a lot of women are like, we want to concentrate on our career, or they want to have fun, you know, and and do whatever it is that they want to do. Um, and they look at kids as something that's going to hold them back, right. you yeah. know. Um, and I don't understand that mentality. That's mind control. That's built Absolutely. into societal. Yeah. You know, the entertainment industry, uh, pop culture, everything says, you know, depopulate, don't have a fa family's the enemy. You know, they, they portray fathers as, as uh, dumbasses. You yes. never can make it, you know, they're just completely inept without, you know, a woman has to be in charge. And so you just, you throw that into the mix and women don't want to play that role. I understand if, if that, but yeah. that isn't really the role, right? Right, right, right. And they can't, they can't kill the maternal instinct. And you'll see they've channeled it into that's why you have such, you know, and again, I love my dog. That's pets are cool. But um, <laughs> they've channeled that excessive that maternal instinct into cats and dogs. Right. Is there I mean, you can see because I've known lots and lots of women that talk to their pets like their kids. Yeah, you know, and, and it's, it's obviously it's a replacement for that. And, and the media again has pushed that relentlessly. Right. Or cat ladies. You know, okay, yeah, that's that's why they're cat ladies. Yeah. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. You want to be a cat lady. And I apologize before Cat Goya gets on me because I know she loves cats. Not everybody that has, I understand that, but I'm just right. saying, I, th right. I think it that in, in many cases, that's where they rechannel that maternal instinct. I, 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 I agree. I have uh, two cats and a dog. I hate cats, but I love my cats. Yeah. Now, well, I love my cat, one of yeah. them. His name is Zeus. I love that guy. And um, and I have a dog. That's my son's dog. Um, but yeah, so I have a full house. <laughs> We're good to go. Don, Tony just took off, but he will be back. So I'm going to throw it at you. I want to talk about Bill Gates today. Bill Gates giving $50 million to a Chinese university that specializes in military weapons and viruses. He doesn't stop. Meeting with <laughs> Xi Jinping. You know, and talking about all of this stuff, and it's all good, you know. And and in within the article, there's another uh, uh, piece of information that talks about how some uh, researchers have linked back patients zero of the COVID uh, pandemic, the COVID virus, to uh, Wuhan lab in in China. Doesn't surprise me at all. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about synthetic human embryos because that's a thing now. They've removed the need for an egg and sperm. They've been able to, to do this. It, it raises a lot of ethical issues. Uh, they don't know if the synthetic embryo is able to mature past a certain stage, but it's only a matter of time. So we want to talk about that. Um, and uh, nobody cares about the presidential election, apparently. I mean, uh, given our choices. That's what's out there. Um, so let's discuss that a bit. I want to throw it to you, Don, first. You wanted to talk uh, a little bit about uh, the Trump uh, indictment, you know. Um, and for the record, let's let's talk about this real quick. And, and, and people say that this is all, uh, 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 you know, there is a witch hunt against Trump and, and, and he doesn't get preferential treatment. If that was any one of us, any one of us, all right, they would have cuffed our asses. And taking our freaking mug shot. But Donald Trump didn't get that. He got a full freaking motorcade over there. They blocked off so many streets. People were inconvenienced. They gave him a digital, uh, 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 what is it, thumbprint. That's all they did. They didn't cuff his punk ass, and they should have. They should have freaking uh, um, taken his mug shot like they would any one of us because he's not the president of the United States anymore. He is a regular citizen. And if they're going to treat us that way, they should treat his punk ass that way. And if you want to indict Biden and Clinton and all these other people, the same thing should happen to all of them. 
take their mug shots too. And then they say this guy's not a flight risk, but he owns his own jet. I don't get it. Whatever. Me, probably, I got zero in the bank account right now. And they'll be like, no, 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 no. Keep his ass in jail. A million dollar uh, bail. He can't get out. Did you take his mug shot? Make sure you cuff him again while he's in there and hit him a couple of times with a knife stick. Just so he knows. Mask on him too. So he's only got little bars on his mouth. <laughs> put, him on the, put him on the dolly, like on <laughs> right. the lamb. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I, I just want to point out the differences here, okay? You know of, of what they're doing with regular citizen uh, oh, people course. walking the street and regular citizen, quote unquote, Mister Donald Trump. Preferential treatment out the ass, and he has a judge that he appointed. Also, let's remember that. All right, Don, we're going to you first. Say what you got to say. We'll go to Tom. Well, of course, but you know, you know what I think about this. This is all part of the Trump inside yeah. project. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to end. I really I don't. Might subscribe I, I mean, point. I hope, I, you know, maybe for your sake and the other people, maybe they'll give you guys a cheap thrill and get to see him behind bars. I, I doubt, sure. it, I think it'll be a photo op. I don't think he's actually going to go behind yeah, bars, but, jail time. but it'll be a popular poster, you know, in, in, in Democratic uh, Party households, I guess. But uh, maybe they'll do that. I, but I mean, again, this is just, it's, it is. I agree with you, obviously, that there's probably every president, maybe not Jimmy Carter. And I don't know for sure if Jimmy Carter could committed any great crimes. But um, the other presidents since LBJ, every, virtually every one, I don't know, Ford might not have been in office long enough, but, but except for those two, every other president could have been prosecuted for something. And all of them were way more serious crimes than whatever Trump's supposedly have done and Trump's again, you know, this is everything with Trump has to be taken in how it's viewed by the divided country. The people that hate him think that his, that he's the biggest criminal that ever walked the face of the earth. And they, I mean, I hear it all the time, just like about time they had to put, you know, they, they, they just want him locked up because they hate him so much. The programming has worked so well. They want Goldstein locked up. They got to put him this. And that, that was the goal here all along. And of course the people that love him, uh, they don't. They don't necessarily say say the same same take that I do. Where they may, they may bring up Biden, but they're they're not going to talk about Bill Clinton, you know, murdering citizens at, at Waco or Barack Obama assassinating citizens and bragging about it. They're they're not going to talk about that. But they will take the the Trumpenstein tact of making it all personal to him and claiming that. that next said we talked about the Georgia thing. If he does get prosecuted in Georgia, he won't do as I said bring Stacey Abrams as his first witness and then play all the videotape of her claiming she was robbed in an election in the same state by the same officials. He won't do that because his lawyer, his, his legal team is the worst on earth. Instead, he'll, if he does testify, though, he'll just brag about how I went into landslide. They'll just keep talking about a landslide and how he got more votes than anybody else and that kind of stuff. And, but that's part of the Trump side project. I think it is. So this is all theater distraction and not everybody's in on it. Like a lot of these people, I believe the Trump side project's designed from the top. I mean, these are people that are, you know, that are manipulating things. And he's obviously the main star of it. But I think a lot of these people did the conditioning worked on them. So a lot of these, some of these prosecutors and Democratic Party, they just hate him because that was what the design was. So they're just cheering it on and they're not seeing that, you know, you have to have the rule of law whether it's Alex Jones or anybody else, you have, you have to, let's, let's like it's, it's Hillary Clinton ever was prosecuted. Not that that would ever happen <laughs> in this country. Maybe if Vladimir Putin takes us over possibly, but if, you know, lacking that, that would never happen here. But if it, if it did, I would still defend her right to due process. And I would, you know, you want it proven, you know, you know, correctly in a court of law. So that's the problem you have here. This is all theater and, uh, I don't know what it means that maybe they are planning, you know, some people think he's, I don't think he has a chance of ever being elected again, but maybe the last episode of the Trumpet sign project is to have him elected from a fake prison cell. Cause he won't actually be in prison, but maybe they'll claim he's in prison and he'll actually win the election from prison. I, I, I can see maybe that happening. So if you, the script writers out there, if you're, if you're starved of ideas, I see that being a, that working for you, that may precipitate, you know, uh, a real revolution if you do that. So, but I, I have no idea what's going on. I, I just think again, that these, these, these guys are all incredibly corrupt. And you, what I've said about Trump all along, the Trump, Trump's Trump did nothing but tweet. And if they can find a, you know, something where he tweeted things, okay. Somehow maybe, maybe find a criminal offense out of that. But I think Trump should be, uh, 
rejected and abandoned by his supporters for doing nothing. And uh, now he's promising again, if he gets elected, all the stuff he's going to do, he's going to have, he's going to prosecute Joe Biden. And all that. just, it's just the whole show is ridiculous. I wish he, I really wish he'd go away and we could concentrate on maybe RFK Jr. having a chance and getting some of that support if there's anything, but you know, it's all theater. Yeah. Uh, he won't go away. He's incapable of going away. And if they ever have a Donald Trump a mugshot, I will proudly display it behind me. And you can tell me that I got Trump derangement syndrome all you want, and I'll be like, maybe so. Check that out. How beautiful that is. I think the guy's a criminal beyond this nonsense that they're that they're uh, hitting him with. And it's not nonsense. He actually did the dumb stuff. All he had to do was return the stupid document. That's all he had to do, but no, he didn't do it. Maybe because he's an actor. Maybe this is this is this is. Yeah. Just, that's the only explanation I have for it at this point, because this this would have went away so simply. Um, but the guy's a freaking criminal, right? And and he's responsible for the vaccine. He's responsible for the shutdown of America and ending so many uh, uh, middle class jobs and 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 uh, and establishments out there. Uh, you know, hurting us in so many different ways. You know, um, the guy needs to go to jail and he should have went to jail a long time ago and he should have never been the president of the United States ever, ever. But I guess we can make that argument for just about any president of the United States in my lifetime. Maybe they should have never been president of the United States. Bill Clinton should have never been the president of the United States. He is a criminal. Right now, I have to say allegedly, but I think he's a criminal. You know, uh, I mean, there's the the Clinton body count, right? We can talk about that all day long, right? Hillary Clinton tried. At least we didn't get her in the B six six six. But but check this out, man. Um, I am very happy that this is happening to him. You know, um, regardless of that, I, I think the Republicans and we spoke about this last week, and uh, I'll, I'll repeat it one more time. They're signing their own death warrant here by making this guy the Republican nominee. It's like they don't want to win. <laughs> like they don't want to win. So so just putting it out there, that it, we can make the argument that they're in conjunction with the Democrats at this point, right? Let's go. Let's get back to that. Let, let's agree on something. Let's get back to both of them are working together for the downfall of America, and we'll be happy. All right, because that's clearly what's happening because they both the Democrats and the Republicans, as far as I can tell, want Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to continue running the country. Yeah. And I think uh, it's a problem. Just saying. What's up, Tone? Billy, I want to remind you that flamethrowers are banned <laughs> by the Geneva Convention. You're, you're taking a flamethrower to the subject matter. I want to remind you that it's, it's, it's off limits. Uh, I want to go back to 1976, uh, Richard Nixon talking to David Frost, something very interesting that he said to David Frost. He says, when the president does it, it's not illegal. <sighs> OK, there is a mindset in the executive branch post Lincoln, really post FDR, that the president is in control of the country. Right mm -hmm. now, we could look at that now and say. The president's a figurehead. I mean, when you look at Joe Biden, do you think Joe Biden is really in control? I think not. I think he's just the puppet that's placed there. He'll be disposed of whatever when they're when they're through with him. Right. Uh, the deep state or uh, whoever runs this country will uh, will decide who the next ruler, the next puppet will be. But I would say that if you look at what Trump's being prosecuted for, what he's being persecuted for uh, is nonsense. I think it's nonsense. Uh, again, you know, other presidents have taken documents and and <laughs> go back to Sandy Berger stuffing his pants at the National yeah. Archives for yeah. Bill Clinton. Yeah. I mean, um, come on. I mean, all these the different presidential libraries have tons of the LBJ's documentation still hasn't been released. I mean, the, uh, the 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 Nixon tapes after even after all these years, 50 years later, we still don't have all of the audio from from Richard Nixon's presidency. This was a minuscule amount that's been released. That's not really the issue. The issue is, and I think you've we've touched on it, is that Donald Trump's going to be the Republican nominee. I think that the Democrats have triangulated how to figure out how to make him both unelectable 
and the nominee at the same time. You make him a martyr, you galvanize his base, you push him through the Republican process. And like you said, he could be in jail, but I don't think so. I think he'll survive every single one of these indictments. Yeah. I think he'll survive, even with the, the worst lawyers, the worst legal <laughs> team, the worst help, uh, the worst strategy. And it looks, I mean, when you're doing something that stupid, it's on purpose. I'm in my opinion. I don't see how, how you can even that script, how you even can even fake it. It has to be that, you know, on purpose. Yes. So I, I look at uh, I look to him to, to be, um, again, raising more funds. He raised a quarter of a billion dollars on Stop yeah. the Steal. And none of that money went to uh, the families of January 6th or the people that have been persecuted, political prisoners in this country that we're, we're not talking about the real the 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 cr the high crimes and misdemeanors by presidents are never talked about. I mean, the crimes against humanity, war criminals like the Bush family, right? The Bush the Bush cult, right? And this goes back decades. This has been, uh, I think, uh, you know, part of our landscape for a long time, where we have presidents who rule us, who uh, put us into no win, unconstitutional wars, who put us into uh, you know, economic uh, downturns, I mean, again, for their own benefit. Trump said you were not essential. He locked you down. He turned the country over to Anthony Fauci on uh, Friday the 13th, March of 2020. And again, that's that's something you should be prosecuted for. You should he should be prosecuted for uh, dereliction of duty. If you uh, when I was 19 years old, I had to uh, swear an oath. I swore an oath to the uh, Constitution of the United States to protect it against all enemies, foreign and domestic. I was told I had to write my life insurance policy and I, I gave it to my mother at the time, you know, because I was going to be told that you've had to charge a machine gun nest. You have to go into a house and get blown up. You have to get, you know, whatever you're doing, we're going to send you there. You have to do that. That's part of your duty. Well, if the, if he did that, he, he, he raised his hand and he didn't complete his task because there's criminals working inside the government. He didn't secure the border. He didn't bring the troops home, right? He did he didn't rest help re to restore the Republic in one, one iota. He turned it over to Anthony Fauci. So if you want to prosecute him, prosecute him for that. Yeah. yeah prosecute him for, I mean, the people in the, in the chat are saying, because most people, obviously none of us really are fans of Trump anymore, a few, but yeah, if you want to prosecute him on his performance and uh, defending the vaccine, but they can't do that because they all support the vaccine too. So this is the problem. So Trump being selected is against part of the Trump and Stein project. And Tony, I don't think he'll ever be in a real jail cell, but I'm saying I wouldn't put it past these script writers to, to reelect him from, you know, claiming he's in a prison cell. I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to be in one, but they could, they could easily stage that. Maybe they'll come up with some ridiculous crisis actor to play his uh, cellmate or something <laughs> just for really hilarious. Like maybe a black rapper or something. And maybe, Trump and the black rapper will be working on rap. A reality show. Yeah, exactly. You know, I decided to become a rapper, you know, a little Trump or something uh, during, <laughs> during his time in prison. And, I mean, I wouldn't put anything past him at this point. So I think they're they're milking this for all it's worth. But I, I just, again, he's just he's destroyed. The, not that the, the political uh, climate was any good before, but he capitalized on, and that's why they put him in there. That's why they used him to capitalize on that growing millions and millions of people that are awake to some degree. And that's the problem is most all those people that still support him, they're the people that are awake to some degree. They just still blindly believe in him. And so that's the problem. That's the saddest part of all is that all those people, you know, if we could turn them into a real alternative movement to try to overturn this stuff, but we can't because they're still betrothed to him and he's not going to back down because that's part of the, that's part of the ridiculous cartoonish ego. And uh, you, you talked about the grifting and, and the, even that, that's, that's not real either. That, he's so obvious about it. I mean, within five minutes of the thing, he and like Lindsey Graham, I remember one time his play his golfing buddy who doesn't believe in anything Donald Trump has ever said, but is somehow his best friend that they golf together all the time, open borders, Lindsey, this guy comes out. I mean, he was, he was on Fox news on Hannity within like, Yes. 30 seconds uh, of the last ask, and the best thing you can do is send Donald Trump more money. It's, I mean, why would he need more money? What, what, it doesn't even make sense. He's got plenty of money. And no matter how much money you give him, he hires lawyers that are worse than the, the public defenders that uh, poor saps in the inner cities get. I mean, this is it's ridiculous. The whole thing is an act. I can't believe anybody believes 
anything related to it. And it just keeps getting, as Lewis Carroll said, curiouser and curiouser. It just gets more unbelievable by the day with this guy. Yeah, man. I, I, I agree. I remember Lindsey Graham going out there and doing that crap, saying, hey, he needs your money, guys. He needs your money to hire a defense. He needs it. He needs it. He's a guy a billionaire. He needs my money for it. But hey, what the hell, right? A no mugshot Trump. Uh, little Trump and 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 President Trump running from uh, I mean <laughs> President of the United States from jail cell from cell block five, it's gonna be amazing. Uh, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Let's look out for it, 2024. Um, so check this out. I want to talk about um, I want to talk about Bill Gates uh, giving 50 million and and meeting with Xi Jinping, right? And, and I'm like, I mean, I mean, I'm sure. And I don't know, Don. Maybe you know better, or maybe anybody in the audience. What's up to everybody on Rockfin and everybody on YouTube? And everybody listening after the fact on the audio stream, um, maybe they know of, of what Bill Gates has done here in America. But couldn't you take that 50 million, give it to an American company? I don't know. Um, regardless, <laughs> right? Um, he's taking it, he's giving it to a university, the university that Xi Jinping graduated from, from what I understand. And they are um, uh, funding uh, military grade virus research again. Again, it's like, I mean, and they're putting it out there. It's like, you know, just warning us, here's what's going on. Here's what we're doing. And then when something else happens and we and we channel back to this report and say, well, Bill Gates gave these people money to do, you know, virus research. No, 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 no. You're a crazy conspiracy theorist. What are you talking about? Right. And uh, and that's what happened with Wuhan, you know. Um, so here we go again. I think we need to keep an eye on it because uh, history shows that we need to. What do you think about that, Don? Well, I mean, you know, Bill, Bill, one of these days, Bill Gates is going to shock us and give money to a fertility clinic or something. Help me. But, <laughs> I mean, but I mean, the, the guy, he's so predictable. I mean, yeah. I, this and this is why I wrote Survival of the Richest. I, I admit, you know, my biggest prejudice in life is against the very wealthy. I'm sorry. I just do. I hate rich people. I have some time as a kid, but I've written about it. But uh, and Bill Gates exemplifies that because the people that have the most money, do these kinds of unbelievable things. And again, it's not as, as James Forrestal told Joe McCarthy back in the day, if there wasn't this huge conspiracy, once in a while, they'd make a mistake in our favor. Once in a while, a really wealthy guy would do something with his money that benefited people who most need it. So you would have uh, Elon Musk or one of those guys or Gates, one of them, they would, they would say, you know what? I, I, in Gates' case, he wouldn't even give, uh, he wouldn't even give free computers to the schools. Why do you think Apple products were all the schools? Because Gates wouldn't do it. I mean, that's not even, it's not, it's not even really, it's helping. It's not the kind of help I would give. I would like to see him go and, you know, come to the poor communities and really give them enough money. Like the old show, The Millionaire, you know, or John Terraford, Brimpton, whatever his name was, would knock on the door and, and give a family a check to change their lives. None of these people do that. And in, in fact, everything they do, giving something to Xi Jinping or whatever, you know, just not even helping in this country. But that's what they all do. And this is, you know, I'll, I'll be waiting for the first philanthropist to, to do actually something that helps people. Again, it's why I love Huey Long, last American that gave, that directed money to those who most needed, who actually helped Americans in need and changed their lives, who changed their, their cost of living dramatically dropped under him. And he rebuilt the infrastructure. He made the atmosphere better the you know the, the the aesthetics nobody has done that since him it's all talk it's all programs that get directed and, and that's not even when, when they're supposedly helping people they get directed to new bureaucracies and very little of the money trickles down to the people who actually need it gates isn't even doing that it'd be bad enough if he financed you know, oh with my money i'm going to finance a new you know war on poverty bureaucracy he doesn't even talk about that he gives the things he just wants to give vaccines to people yeah. He's because he's motivated by eugenics. That's why I joked that, you know, I'll, I'll wait until he gives the money to a fertility clinic. You know, that's that these people are eugenicists. They're trying to kill people. That's their goal. They're not trying to help people. So anybody that believes anything these guys say, and, and Gates is, you know, we were talking about Luciferians before the show and everything. I, I, this is a dark side production. These people, people like Gates, when I see him, I see Satan standing behind him. I just do. I mean, I, I don't see anything normal. I mean, maybe his autism or whatever kicked in to some degree where he doesn't know what he's doing. But 
those, those people like that, I, I think they're motivated by the darkest of forces, whether they've sold their souls or not. Because again, once in a while, if this was random, once in a while, something would happen where we'd go, it hasn't happened in my life. We're going, hey, that's really great, man. I'm really looking forward to this. You know, we're going to, you know, whatever, some kind of huge check or huge project that's going to make your, you know, neighborhood that much better. Never happens. It's the same stuff. Instead, we direct money to nonsensical things like this or more, uh, more vaccines and, you know, eugenicist programs. Absolutely agreed. Tone, you were gone, but we were talking about uh, Bill Gates giving 50 mil to uh, the university that Xi Jinping graduated for, from for a military <laughs> for military uh, grade uh, virus research. I mean, he just doesn't stop. Like you would think you would learn from the first time, right? But I guess it was incredibly successful for him, right? <laughs> Made a ton of money, vaccinated the world, you know, and, and he wants to do it again. You know, number yeah. you don't want to be a one hit wonder. No, well, <laughs> right? arsonists, arsonists invest in matches. You know, I mean, that's that's what follow the trends. Well, call me shock, Billy. I mean, Bill Gates is giving money to fund gain of function and Frankenstein uh, operation paperclip Nazi viruses. I mean, I can't believe it. And, <laughs> I mean, when is he going to unleash his uh, patent 060606? And we're going to have all this biometrically implanted stuff in, in our bodies to reward us with cryptocurrency for approved activities. Uh, you know, again, I, the, the, if you want to know what's going to happen tomorrow, follow Bill Gates. Yes. Go back to, you know, I, I know Don covered this in his new book, Masking the Truth. We talked about that on our on Paratruther. Uh, sorry, I'm getting so many phone calls during the show. Um, we talked about, uh, you know, the, the meetings that Bill had before, um, not just Event 201, but Bill Gates was talking to Congress and lobbying them in August, right, right around the time Kerry Mullis shuffled off this mortal coil, the man who invented the PCR test. Uh, Bill Gates was talking to Congress about uh, implementing a the ID 2020, the vaccine passport uh, worldwide global ID. That was happening. This was like all the precursors. If you want to know what's happening, I mean, look at uh, the farmland, the purchases of he, what is he the the second largest farm landowner in the United States or the first? I think he's the first. First, I think. Yeah. So uh, you know, watch the trends. You know, and then you, he buys the farmland. And he says, oh, then the synthetic meat's really great. He invests in it. And, uh, you know, you got to eat bugs for Greta. Crickets got, did you know crickets have more protein than chicken, Billy? I think you need to do it, don't they? Yeah, you, you get a casserole ready. It's know? certainly cheaper. I go outside and get myself a cricket. <laughs> quick fast. Before they start, like, making those rare, whatever. Oh, you want the cricket, you got to go to the supermarket and get it. You know, you can't get it outside. <laughs> That's right. That's the new thing. But yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, and, and we've mentioned that on the show before, um, follow Bill Gates to see what's going to happen in the future. Right. And, and we really need to keep an eye on him. So that's why when, when I saw the story, I figured we'd mention it. Not that it's shocking to anyone that this is going on, but we need to know that it's going on and he's doing it because it always has some type of real world consequences for the entire world, right. For the population of earth, whatever this guy does, this, this, idiot this freaking geek you know like literally i I, just, I do not understand how how this dude has made it as far as he has um man th th there was there was one lady i forget who she is she's very well known i don't know her i never knew her name um but i see her around all over the place uh she's a a hindu lady and she she gave the most harsh critique of uh of bill gates man and she was spot on and i should have like jotted down her name at that point and I didn't, but it'll come up again. So when it does, I'll see it and I'll do it or whatever. But I, I would love to to play that clip and maybe like potentially reach out to her and have her on because she freaking destroyed his ass. Do you think he's a manufactured person? I mean, I mean, I, I mean, do you think that he's a, a what would Jim Mars would call a post turtle where he's placed on high? You know, that's all that's I always love that story. I've told it a bunch of or Jim Mars, you know, he, he talked about it in Texas. You have a turtle on top of a fence post. Everybody can see that he's there, but nobody knows how he got there. Right. <laughs> it's, it's to me, I think you look at Bill Gates and his mother had a connection to IBM and Thomas Watson, from what I remember. And then that that has a connection, I believe, to the Rockefellers. So there's oh, yeah. like there's, there's this there's this genesis of him. And the the computational, you know, industry. Well, they they claim he was middle class. You know, that's part of the the myth. And, and you know, his his father was president of Planned Parenthood. He had at least one grandfather who was the president of a bank. 
You know, you're a bank president. You're not middle class. Uh, he's you middle know? class, Don, but for the filthy rich, you know, he's yeah, he's, 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 he's good for them. He's another one like Gerald Salente says, born on third base and thinks he hit a home run. But they they love to put those kind of people up there right. like that. I mean, just look at all the people. Do you think in any kind of fair competition, if you had a gymnasium or whatever, not even sports, but any debate team, any intellectual discourse, SAT test, anything? With you know Biden, Trump, and Kamala Harris, and and uh, uh, Lindsey Graham, and uh, Mitch McConnell, and uh, people like uh, Bill Gates, uh, Elon Musk is you know is you know because again he's a pretty bizarre guy. Uh, Warren Buffett, you know, the ice cream eating guy. The, I mean, all these richest people, the leaders and movers and shakers, none of them are impressive. And I wrote about this in Survival of the Richest. When you look at the richest people in the world, I've never seen one where I said. Okay, I can understand, man. That guy's really sharp. I understand how you got it. They're all unimpressive as can be. Bill Gates may be the most obvious one. I've never, well, I've never seen Carlos Slim. I don't know what he's like, but he's probably just like that. Uh, none of them are impressive. They all, and you sit there and shake their, I mean, whether it's Trump or any, it's just how did they possibly get their money? Most of them were born on third base and thought they had a home run. But even given that, yeah. as incompetent as they are, even given the start in life that they have, you think they'd foul it up. But the system is so rigged that once you have that kind of foundation and you have the system backing you, and I think they like to promote this stuff. I think there's a psychological factor given it, to, it warms the hearts of every blue collar worker everywhere. How many of us haven't worked and not only hated the boss, but most of us thought, God, hey, he's so incompetent. Why is stupid boob of a boss I have? I and mean, how many haven't thought that? And most of us look at our boss and say, how did he get there? Brown nose or whatever. I think they do that on purpose so that I've never had an impressive boss in my life. Not one guy that I thought, well, you know, that guy's, I could really respect them. You know, everyone I thought I knew more than the time <laughs> I entered the workforce at 16 years old. I know more than this guy. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> and I think the system is designed to be that way so that it's not just envy or whatever. And certainly if you have a boss like Trump or Biden or, uh, well, I don't know how bad Biden was when he was younger, but certainly now Kamala Harris, uh, Gates, people like that, you're bound to sit there and say, well, how, you know, how did he get there? Who helped him? And, and Tony's right. There are people, I think, and I almost, if you want to get to the total scripted thing, maybe they pick these people out and they just decide, okay, you know what? We've got big plans for you. You know, you're grooming them, if you will, a different type of grooming and say, you know, Bill Gates, computer nerd. Hey man, you know what? <laughs> Gates, when he's young, looked like so many, you know, nerdy guys I knew back in the day. But uh, maybe they picked him out and said, hey, you know what? Hey, you got big plans for you, man. You're going to be one of the movers and shakers of the world. And uh, But however you look at it, it's not – we should look at, at leaders. And like, like if you're on a sports team, and uh, the you should understand who the best player is, right? You should be able to – they shouldn't prop up like the guy who has less skill than anybody else and claim he's the greatest. So something like sports, you can look and say, okay, that guy's faster. You can do everything better. So I respect him. You know, we look up to them, we're playing. We don't, in, in, in our leadership role in our society, there's not a single leader that we can look up to and think, wow, you know, he's there for a reason. I understand why he's there. Instead, we say, how is he there? Who put him there? Yeah, business, politics, the Money. military. Yes. The best people, and I learned this as a young man, the best people, the most impressive entrepreneurs I've ever met never made it because at a certain level it's politics. Yep. how much banking you're going to get, how much influence you can get. So you can't leverage anymore at a certain level. And so the smartest people I've met, especially like in the military, the colonels, the lieutenant colonel, these are some sharp people, but there's politics to get to the next level to get that star. And a lot of them weren't willing to play that game. You get, you get a different kind of person at the top, right? right. So I think, I think that's what we're, I think society is collapsing because of that. We're not a meritocracy anymore, not even close. And if you think that, if you think that Elon Musk is the world's richest person, I got some land I want to sell you, some beachfront property out in Arizona. I mean, you, you, you think that guy's the richest person in the world? That's silly. Do you know what? Does anybody not read history anymore? Did it? I mean, what about these dynasty families and uh, legacy money? And I mean, generally, the Rothschilds. You know, I I, I I didn't even mention the Rothschilds much in my books, Survival of the Riches, because you can't find out much about them. They're very shadow. Oh. Everything's divided up. So, but yeah, I think a lot of people think they're the richest. Who knows? They might be. Well, you know, they did a study back in 2010 and this, this was a Swiss university and they, they dug into who owns the corporations that run the world. Like, you know, it's not as it's, it's, it's not decentralized. 
if you follow the money back up through multinational corporations, they're, they're basically everything's owned by like four different holding companies. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just massive consolidation of wealth and it's all split up into trust and holding companies and limited liabilities. And, uh, but people don't understand that they think it's different brands and there's competition. That's why we have uh, environmental social governance in this country now. And you, and people say, go, woke, go broke. Show me, show me the company that went broke. None of them did. They lost billions, but they smile and they go right forward with it because it doesn't matter. They're tied yep. to the central yep. bank. Right. Makes sense. And, and somehow, um, intelligence has been equated to wealth. So yes. when they see, <laughs> You know, like uh, somebody that's made a billion dollars, like it has to be brilliant because he made a billion dollars. You know, he's so rich. He has to be smart. And that that's just the values that we have here in America and, and around the world. You know, uh, largely it's a, somebody's bank account, you know, um, will equate for for their uh, IQ score or something, you know, that's just the way it is, man. I, I don't understand it, but it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't subscribe to a lot of what runs the world. So, all right. Behind a great fortune lies a crime. What's that, buddy? I know Don knows that quote. Behind a great fortune, there's a crime. Yeah, that's right. Donald right. Trump. Donald Trump. I'm telling you, man, I can keep going back to the guy, but he's the prime example of all this shit that's going on. All right. What else we got? What happened, buddy? I really thought you liked him at one. I love that guy. <laughs> you know, I, I used to I used to um, listen to Howard Stern religiously um, yeah. while I was uh, a teenager and in my and in my twenties um, all the time. And Donald Trump would come on all the time and yeah. talk a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. And and I'd like I I really don't like this guy. And and he was the epitome of like like the Bill Gates like he's 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 hanging with all these women. I'm like, how did this geek get all these women? I'm like, look at him. I'm like, it's just well, he's got all this money, so it works, you know. But he he has a hard time even doing that, right? And he has to. He's been accused of rape. I don't know how many times. If you believe that, a ton of people don't even believe that. So, um, but it's a problem, man. It's 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 a problem, and this guy's been a criminal for a long, long time. It is what it is. I, I'm I am a big fan of uh, of Donald J. Trump. Um, he is a time traveler, and uh, and he didn't start on third base. He started on home plate and worked his way around. Not all of this stuff. Anyway, let's talk about um about synthetic human embryos real quick, and then we'll get up out of here. Also, September 9th, New York City. Uh, we're having Free World NYC. Uh, it's a it's a conference that's going to be. Uh, in conjunction with the launch of freeworld.fm. So go over to freeworld.fm, sign up. Um, but uh, hopefully next week we'll have the, the link to, to sell tickets. I, I need someone to make a graphic. What was, uh, Tony has a spot, so maybe we'll go there, but, but I need to make a graphic. As soon as we make the graphic up for, for the conference, we can start selling tickets. Listen, it's going to be uh, September 9th, New York City. Uh, in 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 the heart of New York City, 76th Street, we got um, Tony Arterburn will be there, that guy, the wisest of all the wolves. Don Jeffries will be there. He will he will be giving a talk. Um, Richard Gage, uh, formerly of AE 911 Truth, now he's doing his own thing. Uh, will be there giving a presentation on September 11th. Wayne McCroy, the dude himself. I saw him in the chat. What's up, Wayne? How you doing? He's going to be out there talking, doing his thing. John Brissom is coming up. He's discussing some stuff. And, of course, Charlie Robinson is coming up, and, uh, and he will talk. And maybe maybe we'll do a little bit more. I don't know. But let's see what else we can pull off. But that by itself right there, uh, we're going to be all together in one room, um, and uh, we want you guys there. So come, come check us out. More details to follow. Free World NYC. Guard, what's up? Let's talk, Guard. Hit me up. God. Let's, see, let's see what we can develop. I, 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 don't, I know you're not too far away. So let's, uh, it, it'll be a great opportunity for a group pick, man. You know, so I, I'd love to make that happen. Um, Tone, freeworld.fm, what do you got to say? I'm really looking forward to it. And we got a, a massive line. I mean, unlike anything in alternative media, we have really, we have, we have curated 
the list uh, over and over again. I think we're we're going to have a, a a great lineup, and uh, and and it's, it's something we've been working on a long time. And when you're just uh, it's just us. I mean, there's no like we're not we don't have Soros money or Koch brothers money or anything. I mean, we're just doing it on our own. So Free World is is I think a labor of love. We we both come out of well, all of all three of us. We used to be on Truth Frequency Radio. That's how we met. And so we've been talking about doing our own station. I'm really looking forward. It's like a, uh, you know, the backdrop, the bulwark, uh, you know, for free speech because we control it. We control the platform. So we're building that ourselves and we'll still be on all these other deals too. But um, having people come, come take a look at free world. And then I think launching it at an NYC uh, being there with you uh, talking, having these great speakers like Don and Charlie Robinson and Richard Gage, you know, to going over uh, this, the, the real, what we know and, and the research behind uh, what happened on September 11, 2001. I think that's, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm really proud to be a part of it. It's going to be dope, man. And we're all going to be in a room together, man, with everybody else. It's going to, it's going to be very cool. Uh, more details to follow uh, in, in the weeks to come and uh, come join us. If you're around, if you're around New York city and, and it's uh, it's September 11th weekend, you can go down to ground zero, pay your respects. You know, if, if you've never been there, it's, 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 um, it's sad, but it's beautiful you know um what they've done over there so go go take a look uh and who who knows what we'll get into over there but just keep an eye out for it free world nyc september 9th ladies and gentlemen here in new york city and uh you heard the lineup we'll go over it again but let's talk about these um embryos that, that have been created synthetic embryos without the need of of oh, damn we should have brought wayne on for this wayne next next week man let's bring let's bring you on so we can discuss but, um, you know, without the need of an egg, without the need of sperm, bypassing the rules of nature that the Lord has set out for us. What are we creating and what is it going to lead to? Um, I, I think we're playing with fire here. We don't we don't understand what we're doing, even though we have some uh, knowledge of what's going on. I think ultimately the implications of what's of what's happening here. We're not ready for them. Just me. Don, what's up? Well, I think we may be heading towards a, another thing that we saw in Orwell's 1984, where uh, they were trying to really get rid of sex. And, uh, you know, they had the Junior Anti-Sex League, and they had women especially wearing the sashes, not wanting to have sex. Uh, you already see some of this. You see it, first of all, in the incredibly plummeting testosterone level. I think what the average 20-year-old guy has a testosterone of an 80-year-old male or something now, they were saying. I, yeah. I don't think that can even be true, but... Uh, with that, with the way they've screwed with the reproductive systems of women and men to some degree as well, and with the transgender craze making it unclear who's who and what's what, and obviously eugenesis idea that they don't want people, they don't want births, uh, I think something like this is bound to happen. So it may come to a point where uh, actual births may become almost impossible, a very rare thing, frowned upon or uh, impossible because of those who survived the vaccine uh, their reproductive organs were damaged, maybe, and maybe the synthetic birth will be the way to go. And that you know, and you know, if whatever they're doing, obviously it's not it's not natural. So we look upon it, you know, very frighteningly in, in that way. But uh, we don't know what they might throw in there as well. Who does? They might it may, might be a synthetic birth with a a chip implanted, ready to go or something. Uh, but I, I would think it'd be something nefarious like that. But obviously, there's I, I don't see how anybody could celebrate something like this. And it, the fact that it comes at the same time where they're talking about too many people, you know, it'll worry us all because they tried to, again, transition to the way when we, we actually have to add people to the population. Do they have to come this way because maybe they're going to tinker with it and make them uh, ready-made slaves so they won't even have to worry about uh, brainwashing them for 20 years or whatever. What do you think in tone? What's up with it? Well, I've read that book before. You know, Don was talking about in 1984. I'm thinking Brave New World. I mean, uh, get ready, take your soma because we're going to grow your children in a lab, and you're going to be part of a crop. I mean, Matrix. <laughs> Think about that. Are they growing them for batteries? Uh, what kind of rights do you have if you're grown in a lab? Are you if you're not a natural birth? I mean, what if you're a complete complete construct? I don't think really any of that will work. By the way, um, I don't. I don't think. I think they could make something uh that is an abomination and then that why you go back and you, you look at the 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 story of the flood with noah and we were going to talk about the, the they're building the modern noah's ark i don't know if we're going to get to that today but um you know that's that's the whole premise of 
of why you know, supposedly God just you know destroyed humanity with the flood. And then you go and there's this there's the legend of uh, of Gilgamesh and all that because of the the same kind of research goes into the Anunnaki and messing with gen genetics and growing you know hybrids and all that other stuff. I, I don't think it's something that you want to mess with, but I do think that it's 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 more of the the mentality of people like Yuval Harari with the World Economic Forum that think people and the, the human, humanity are just animals and they're hackable. They're just machines. Uh, they're not real. They're not really unique spiritual beings with value. It's just another number. You're part of a, you know, and again, um, you know, the, the philosopher Nietzsche talked about that uh, man is a bridge and not a goal. I mean, there's these people buy into that some of that stuff, you know, where a man is not an in, uh, in unto itself as a species. We're meant to to bring in something else. We're a bridge, and so I think that's what these people are working on. They want it. They want that. It's known as the singularity. It's the merging of of humanity and machines as transhumanism. Right. Transgenderism is the precursor and the opening round to transhumanism. It's it's the the genderless. I mean, really could be humanityless society where you're leaving your humanity, merging with machines. That's what they want. That's what the elite, the elite don't believe in the same kind of, if you notice there's a, there's a spiritual void at the top. You have, and Don was talking about you looking into the eyes of a billionaire and look talking, you don't find them impressive. You don't mm -hmm. find them impressive on any level. There's right. no leaders there. There's no, there's no spirituality there. Oh. There's no deep thinking there. There's nothing. It's just dead eyed, right? It's just me in the material world and how much money can I amass? And that seems like a very hollow existence. I think that's a replacement for not having any spirituality whatsoever. This is a natural extension of that. Yeah, it's a problem. Um, like I said, we don't we don't know um, what the hell we're doing. I think we're a very immature species dealing with 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 concepts that are way above our pay grade way above uh, uh, what we were meant to do here. Uh, we've gone off uh, in a different direction than what the Lord intended, in my opinion. And we're creating these things. It's just not a good look for humanity moving forward. But it's a thing now. Um, they're going to start experimenting on these things now. And, and they're going to come up with uh, a lot of potential solutions to human problems. But at what cost? What is it going to do for us? Uh, in the long run, what is it going to do to us in the long run? Is what I meant to say. Um, and yeah, we were going to talk about um, um, the Noah's Ark project, and it's literally called the company is called Noah's Ark or N Ark in in Japan. They're creating a Armageddon-proof city in the ocean um, that can that will have one hour accessibility to anywhere in the in the island or the whatever. It's a city. It's a it's going to be done by 2030, according to these people. And, and it's going to contain <laughs> a drone. Yeah, no, that's, what, that's, what, that's what they said. <laughs> that's what they said, you know. Um, and uh, But they're working on it. Um, and and I, I really think that this is the wave of the future. This is what we're going to start seeing. And it's going to be a privilege, quote unquote, to get into these cities, right? And not everybody's going to be allowed to be in there, you know. And then when the apocalypse hits, you know whatever man-made apocalypse happens good lord you know um only people in in noah's ark are going to be uh spared i want to get into that a little more when we have some time uh so maybe next week we rehash that story um and 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 really get into it or whatever but 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 go look at it it's not i think it's on drudge actually now but i, I think it was also on tech news and trends so go check that all right we're gonna get up out of here um Tony, tell them where they can find you, and I'm going to shout people out. Sure. Well, you can find me at arterburn.news. That's my uh, personal website for my podcast, which is uh, the Arterburn Radio Transmission and Paratruther. Uh, you should go and find the Paratruther I just did with the legendary Don Jeffries. Great show on masking the truth, how COVID-19 destroyed civil liberties and shut down the world, and we had a great conversation uh, covered a lot, uh, and uh, Don's been making the rounds, but we were so proud to have him over there on Paratruther. Um, also, uh, you, if you're interested in um, getting rid of your soon-to-be worthless fiat currency, which was the <laughs> dollar, it's it's being de-dollarized, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if really, if you ought to look into what that means when we lose the, the reserve currency status of the world. It's shrinking every single day. There's a new 
something else going on with the BRICS nations, which is Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. That is massive news. They've got a meeting in August talking about linking a currency to gold. Uh, gold is the enemy of the dollar, or actually the dollar is the enemy of gold. Um, and uh, that I think that we're going to see a rise in precious metals prices, a decline in the dollar. Uh, so go check out wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. Go do that, ladies and gents. Don Jeffries, the legendary. Your book is doing very well. Thanks to a lot of people. You've been around doing your thing. People are supporting. People are buying. Congratulations to you, sir. What's up? Well, thank you. And so a shout out to Guard Goldsmith. He's been great. I talked to him again last night. He gave a, he gave a, a free copy out to a lucky viewer. <laughs> and he said he's been buying extra copies for that. I really appreciate Guard and so many others that have supported me. But I want to say, uh, Billy got me, you got me in hot water with Deborah. In the chest, she thinks. No, I guess she thinks I, I, that I, was I, you. Deborah, and I, and I, I was okay. going to address. It wasn't that me, bit. Deborah. Okay. But I, I, <laughs> I put it's Billy there for some reason. Yeah, it yeah. came up as that, but you know what, Deborah? Listen, uh, the 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 deal here is, and I was just going to overlook it, but since since Don brought it up, hey, um, if I would have said the things I said about Joe Biden, you would be right there with me bashing him. Maybe not you, but everybody else. Would they say I have Biden derangement syndrome? No. They wouldn't. Would they say I have Lindsey Graham derangement syndrome? No. Obama derangement syndrome? Those things don't exist. People hate them just as much. But those those things don't exist. I criticize Trump. All of a sudden, I have Trump derangement syndrome. I do plenty, Deborah. I do plenty in my life. Okay. And uh, Trump isn't a part of it. And Trump is uh, is a uh, 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 what is it? Uh, the, the object of my hatred because he represents everything that's wrong with this country. And somehow, all these Christians around the nation look at this guy like he's the savior. And I don't understand it for the life of me. A degenerate. They, they try to make it like Paul, like, like Paul of Tarsus. They try to make it like, oh, well, you know, he was a sinner and whatever. No, <laughs> Donald Trump isn't Paul. Knock it off. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I didn't mean to stir up a horn. It says, I just, you know, I'm a man. I'm a man of the people. Really, I, I hate it when everybody doesn't like me. So, Deborah, I want you. I like everybody. I'm that way, man. I, I get upset if somebody, I, I, you know, I say, hey, look, come on. Let's get along here. I'm a man of the people here. But, uh, yeah, Masking the Truth is doing great, and thanks to everybody for that. Uh, please subscribe to me at donaldjeffries.substack.com. I protest just like my show. That's the only place they're letting me uh, grow and uh, not shout of enemy. So I'm having kind of a hard time. It's amazing the book's doing so well because, you know, with Twitter and Facebook, I, you know, they're blocking. And I, in fact, I don't even call it that. I'm calling it the book that shall not be named just to hope maybe the title get, bypasses it. So we'll see. But again, thanks to everybody. And uh, you know where to find me. All right. I would, fantastic. I would like to bring up to, to anybody and the people watch the show and we appreciate everybody who engages, but just realize that the, the subject matter that we take on the stances that, that we take, and we don't always agree on every single thing. We, this is, this is a show about, this is an open forum show on opinions and research and what we perceive in our hearts is the truth. I can promise you we're all, all three of us are skilled broadcasters. We could have a lot more people watching this show, but because we talk about the things we talk about and because we take the stances we take, we might as well take a stack of money and set it on fire. I mean, literally <laughs> we have given up thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of viewers and, and, and dollars for this. I promise you, I've been in radio for a decade. I know exactly what to say. I know if I want to get a million followers tomorrow, I can join the, the, the Trump train and the bandwagon and I'll be showered with praise and be called the smartest person in the room. But I don't do it because I don't believe in it. And therefore, I'm here. So I promise you, stick with us. You're going to hear some great stuff. And we we want we welcome all opinions. We welcome all the comments. Just know that none of us have derangement syndrome in any way. We all just bring in our passion. We do this because we love it. Well, thank you, Tom. That was very nice of you. I appreciate it. Sometimes it's good to be defending. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Hey, don't forget September 9th, September 9th, New York City. Don't forget freeworld.fm. Go sign up. Don't forget the Infinite Fringe. I just had a talk with Dennis O'Connor. Um, Charlie Robinson hooked me up, and it took a bit to get that interview to go, but it was interesting as hell on the placebo effect. I have editing to do on it because we had connection issues, but that's going up. I interviewed uh, Kiss, uh, Chris, Chris en en Henry, I think that's the way you say it, yeah. uh, from uh, the Oklahoma City documentary, A Noble Lie. We did not talk about A Noble Lie because everybody talks about A Noble Lie. <laughs> so we talked about other stuff and it was interesting. Um, 
Wayne McCroy's coming on. We got to talk about your new uh, Substack uh, publication. I was reading it this morning. We, we need to talk about that, Wayne. So Wayne McCroy is coming on very soon. I did a paratruther with uh, with Tony. It was so much fun. I'm going to po- post that on the infinitefringe.podbeam.com either today or tomorrow. And I was also on the Michael Deacon show this week, and that was fun. Shouts to Michael Deacon. That's the dude. Um, all types of stuff over there, man. Go listen to Mike. He had Jim Fetzer on, and, and you know that's always interesting. And then he had uh, Clyde Lewis on, which was dope. Um, uh, tonight, I should be on with my friends, Mr. Chris Graves and Mr. Cooper. I'm going to be hanging with them tonight at 8 o'clock. Uh, they will let you know where to find that. I think that's on Rumble and everything else. Hanging with Mr. Cooper, I'm, I'm going to be on with them. It's been a long time coming. I'm glad that I get to chill with them soon. Uh, and that is all. Let me shout out the people. Let me say what's up to all my people on Rockfin. Well, Mr. Wayne McCroy is here. What's going on? Uh, Freethinker59, what's up, buddy? Denver's here. What's going on? The real McCoy is here. Mr. Chris Graves is here. Jason Barker is here. Angus Mustang, what is going on, sir? Good to see you. Any word is here. Little John. What's up, little John? How you doing? Uh, Colin Wysong was in the chat. I know that for a fact. Mr. Tom Cooper, I see the dude. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Uh, Gardner Goldsmith. What's up, sir? How are you? Like I said, give me a shout. Hit me up. Um, there was, there were a couple of new people too, that I want to make sure I get before we get up out of here. Um, who is on YouTube, sir? I want to say what's up to Deborah. Deborah, we're cool. Yes. We're cool. Deborah. Deborah. Don't worry about it. Anyway, and we're yeah. definitely cool, Deborah. So don't don't <laughs> uh Rum at the Light, Deborah, Harlan Stonewall, uh, John Lawler, uh let's see, uh Alan Holman, John Blasigone, John Blasigone, um of course Felix, I know was in there somewhere. Um yeah, Felix Caraballo was was I didn't see Chris Bucken ones. today for some reason. Okay. Didn't I see uh, Chris? I did uh, see Mr. Holman. What's up, Holman? How you doing? Yeah, okay, thanks. Uh, LB. <laughs> Uh, Harps is there. Uh, What's up, Harps? How you doing? Karen Carpenter. William Renner. There's Felix, of course. And Deborah Wheeler, I guess, is different from Deborah. Yeah. Oh. That's it, I think. All the Deborahs. We we love all of you. Um, yes. And yeah. uh, a Syrian girl was in the chat. We didn't see Kat Goya today, but shouts to you, because you'll probably listen after the fact. Uh, yeah. Steve Swan. What's up, Steve Swan? How you doing? You had some some... Dope things to say. Uh, what's the website for Free World? It's freeworld.fm. <laughs> so yeah. just put in freeworld.fm. You'll find it. There's nothing there yet except for a sign-up sheet. So sign up. And uh, and when it becomes available, we'll let you know. And as far as the conference, we will let you know uh, as that develops as well. Phil and Kind was here. What's up, buddy? Everybody oh, Phil and Kind. Yeah, good. What? <laughs> Everybody on Rockfin, what's up? Thank you. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Everybody have a great Father's Day. I started my Father's Day weekend yesterday. Took me to go see The Flash. It was really cool. Flash was cool. They were talking about time travel. And you know, I'm looking for time travelers. So please, if you are a time traveler, hit me up at theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com or theinfinitefringe at gmail.com. But I want you guys' thoughts before we get out of here on this. I know we've already gone over, but. Do you think it's possible to go back in time? Because now I'm thinking, even if it is possible, you will never get back to your original reality. <laughs> if, you, if you go back in time, everything changes because you're inevitably going to change something, right? With the butterfly effect or whatever. I used to think, t- you know, it was a, a the, yesterday's movie kind of had me thinking about this on the way back. I was talking to my wife and, you know, I, I never thought time was linear, but I always thought you could get back to your reality. I don't know if that's possible anymore. If, if we travel through time, we, we've already been able to travel through the future, right? A few seconds, uh, NASA's been able to do it, if you believe them, you know, but <laughs> but to go back in time, I don't I don't know. Uh, Tony, what do you think? And then we'll go to Don, then we'll get out of here. I think it's possible. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you can change the future. Right. I don't know that you can change any of it. I don't know that you can go back and change anything. Maybe you could go back and experience it but you wouldn't be able to change the timeline that you're on. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, it may be because they stopped making the DeLorean. We'll see. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. 
<laughs> Don, what do you think about time travel, man? Let's get up out of here afterwards. Well, I, I, I would love for it to be like, like you. It's one of my fantasies. I've been drawn to that concept since I was a little kid. And anything right. involving time travel, my son will tell you still, if, if a movie plot has something to do with time travel, I'll go give it, you know, I'll check it out. Because it's right. just, it's something that I, I, the idea is very romantic. Yeah. I don't know, like like you, because of course you you would run into come if you, especially if you go in the past, then whether it's the butterfly effect or anything anything else, you're you're going to have yourself a younger self is going to be there. So how would you? What if you see each other, or whatever? And how you know if you do things, if you could go back somehow and do things that you didn't do, and that's obviously going to change everything else. Yeah. In the future, so you know, does it does that just recreate a new future? It's it's interesting concept to play around with, but. Uh, you know, I, I like you. I'm I'm asking any time travels out there. Let 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 me know, and I I would love to uh to try it. Sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, all right. Don't burn the place down while we're gone, Mister Arterburn. Are you gonna play us out, or or are we, we just out? Just are we humming ourselves out this week? No, that would be. We should do that, and then make that the actual sign off. <laughs> Let's do that. I'm all for it. We'll record it, and make it professional. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, guys. Thanks, guys.